When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What up, what up, what up? It's Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time, which means it is time for lulls. And I am particularly excited. Last week, we did a best ball draft. Tonight, we are on the cusp, the eve of our first showdown NFL slate of the season. Brian, are you getting amped for some football? Yeah, I am. It's a lot of work uh, trying to get ready for it. But um, football's great. Football's a great DFS sweat sport. Uh, the fields are enormous. Everyone likes it. You know, it's, it's awesome. I know it was funny. Cause I was going in to start registering for a few contests and just every prize pool seems so big to me after, you know, playing all of the other, uh, niche sports. And I was like, Holy cow. It's just like 50,000 up top here, 50,000 here. Just all of these, uh, pretty yeah. nice, uh, prize pools. You have to like, keep in mind too, that it's a lot tougher to win because yeah. they're, so many entries and we only get what 17 cracks at it basically yep. if that if you even consider some of the late season ones legitimate the only uh, um the first i mean i mainly was reg- regging for some of the showdown stuff tomorrow but i did get in that uh 200 bargain bin uh rake free one uh single entry did you get in that i i didn't it fill already i'm yeah assuming pretty fast i didn't see it for sunday i haven't registered anything yet Just yeah the only i saw someone tweeting about that uh, that i was close to filling uh and it was it, yeah it was already close and i nabbed a spot in there but um i i generally last year that i had played the spy uh regularly i liked the power sweep but that the 200 single entry with no rake was uh was right up my alley yeah that's the, anything with no rake if you could do that all the time that that helps uh, speak, speaking of no rake, I was literally going to do that and you nailed it. <laughs> fantasy draft, the DFS site went under, I guess, a week ago. Oh, maybe? sorry. I thought you were actually going to do the DraftKings best ball fiasco, but you were talking about uh, fantasy draft. Well, yeah. fantasy draft, their, their, their uh, strategy for a short time there was no rake DFS. And they didn't have any rake. They just had a monthly subscription fee. And uh, 
in my opinion, I probably should have touted them up a little bit more, but they were they were the best site to play for pretty much anyone at any skill level, I thought. Because it's just so the, the rake you save there, people aren't a lot of recreational players don't understand how much money they lose just in rake and it just kills any shot they have. And um and they tried that rake free model which which saved you saved me. Yeah. <laughs> like 90% of my rake probably. And 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 I and it and it was it was expected but obviously that didn't work. Um that was the site I was talking about during the covid break of you know maybe one of these sites won't make it. That was the one I was talking about and uh and it turns out, I guess that that probably had something to do with it. I wonder if they'd still be around without COVID, because that probably cost them a ton. They went rake free. They were tweak trying to tweak that, and then COVID happens, and they just there's nothing they could do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in those kind of the smaller sites, they can, you know, I guess for a lack of a better word, they can survive in a bull market. Uh, you know, when there's all kinds of action, everything's good. But uh, I could definitely see them, you know, being on the short end of the stick. Like if I'm an indicator for a casual player you know i had you know put some money on fantasy draft i had been uh or super draft i've been wanting to get over to fantasy draft and you know you just sometimes don't don't get on over there and uh i think that probably happened for for a lot of people and it's tough for them to to market and and kind of carve out a, a market share with with DraftKings having such a big presence and i have to take maybe take an l on on this where um i did a lot of money in there and they bank wired me a couple days later and I got it. So they did pay out and I was saying how the L I would I might take is on uh how I was saying the state wouldn't help, right? Right. So it doesn't necessarily mean that the state was the reason that they did separate their funds. And I don't know if everyone's gotten paid, but I'm assuming. Yeah. But it probably did did help. But the reason I won't take a full L is they they also had to pay these fees to get regulated that probably could have kept them operating for another who, who knows how long if they didn't have to pay um, pay anything. So I don't know. I, I, I really don't like it. I don't like the sign of it. I don't like it because I thought the site was great. I don't like the sign of it for like DFS because we need competition. Yeah. And we don't somebody, want the monopolies. Yeah. And they were the third biggest one f- for sure. And getting bought by uh, Monkey Knife Fight doesn't really uh, tickle my fancy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've never gone to their site. I know they, they do some sort of prop that they, like you pick props and then it's like DFS with props or something. Yeah, like that. It's, it's kind of a shady operation from what I've seen and some of the research for how they set their lines and, and the way they churn through through New Year's or so. Definitely be careful over there. Um yeah, I'll be curious to see what their plans are for, yeah, if they plan to keep it running or if it was just they were buying an email list. <laughs> they're, they're buying an email list is my, I would I would put money yeah. on it. There's no, they're, they were, fancy draft probably couldn't get anything and they were the, probably the highest bidder. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a bummer. Hopefully, um, like you said, some other sites can continue to pop up and, and, uh, and carve it out. Um, yeah. When speaking of uh, 
<laughs> the other the other rake catastrophe before we dive into uh talking some football and showdown uh i was i was pretty busy yesterday and kind of missed it and people were referencing i was doing a draft and i went onto twitter and it was as as it felt to me it felt like black friday at a walmart with just people going crazy fighting each other uh getting uh these incredible values in these best ball drafts uh what was your take on the situation you uh obviously plugged in, but not uh, playing in that contest last I heard. No. Yes. The, 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 this is the most like viewing of best ball I've ever had in my life because (laughs) because of you mainly you do like 15 shows a day. It's hard to not like catch a little bit of best ball every day. Uh, And I saw the, the, the tweet storm. Um, So the, what happened was they weren't going to fill their best ball Millie maker. And so they just released a, I think it's just a blanket free yeah. ticket for every user they have. And, uh, <laughs> and then, so like the, the lobby started filling up insanely quickly and all the guys who put in, you know, time getting in their yeah. 150 are, are all pissed off legitimately because these are going to be recreational players who, uh, don't know what they're doing. And so it'll be easier for you to win your league to get in the playoffs if you waited this entire time. So. Yeah. And I think that the, you know, obviously that is crummy in and of itself, but the double dick punch is that their user experience was so bad with no notifications where you're getting timed out to guys that aren't even on your queue. You know, I was doing a few of them trying to chase some of this overlay and it's like, you know, you're doing it on your phone and you're, you're picking on the turn. So you got, you know, five or six minutes until you pick next, you tab over to something else. Next thing you go and you got Darius Geis, who's, you know, not even in basically in the league anymore. And it's like, this is not a fun experience. That's exactly what happened to me. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then you, so not only that, so you did that 150 times because you're a plus EV guy and you're, you're chasing this overlay, which was going to happen. It's just like, it's so brutal. Like if I was, if I thought there was going to be overlay in the underdog one, and that was my reason for doing it, at least my like user experience was enjoyable. I had fun doing the drafts. Yeah. I can imagine coming out of that as a chore and then getting kicked in the balls like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I get, I totally get it would, where it would piss you off, but I also get it from DraftKings side where they're like, well, it's a free opportunity to give away a free marketing promotion to get people interested in our best ball product. And I'm assuming they're going to do it throughout the year. They'll do weekly best balls. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, they were going to lose that money either way. So here's, here's a question for you on that and thinking of like competitive balance. So like a couple examples, one, well, first of all, on like these high stakes drafts, these FFPC drafts, they have a draft moderator in all of those rooms. So if like five buddies tried to register and they thought like four guys could just tank the draft and build one super team for one, like they flagged that and they would cancel that draft and refund the entry fees. And then like another point, underdog, I was doing, I do these randomizer drafts where we're building silly teams. We take ridiculous players early on and they asked me, and I think rightfully so, to do it in their private um, 12 man leagues, just siloed off individual leagues for that very point of, so the rest of the league members didn't 
weren't able to build teams way better relative to your standard draft. So what is your thought on that uh, of a site's onus to kind of maintain a competitive balance across those contests? Well, I mean, I, I don't want the government involved in any way or fashion. So uh, I think it should be on the company to and another and uh, like fantasy draft going under is not good. Underdog coming in is going to help. Right. And so just more competition for, for sites that would do that is the way I would want to solve that problem. But they, yeah, of course they should, they should monitor as best they can uh, from that happening. And you know, that, that kind of happened in poker in the early days too, right? There was a lot of like guys multi-entering uh, poker tournaments who couldn't like some big profile names too. Like you're only supposed to have one entry, but they would like, uh, there was a glitch on PokerStar so- uh, software where, like, if you double quick fast enough, you can get in like two or three entries. <laughs> and um, uh, you know, guys just just doing different usernames or using their wife's account. I don't know if you've heard of that strategy. Um, and they they eventually they hey, got Brian, they got better at it. If you're gonna mention him, you, you <laughs> might as well say his name. <laughs> Those are allegations. So I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. If you're talking about Tanner Tolbert, I, I have, no, we have no evidence of that occurring. Um, you just reminded me. I've never told you this story, uh, but like the weird, you just reminded me with the wild, wild west days yeah. of online poker. So when I was in high school, so this would have been 2004 in the in the summer. I was, you know, I was obsessed with poker and there was this site called Pacific Poker. And when every time you registered a new email address, you know, you'd get a, a play account. But like every 10 to 15 registers, you would get actual $10 of Pacific Poker money in your account. So me and my buddy are just creating accounts just over and over and over. And like, you didn't have to verify the email. So we're just doing this and then trying to, then they had a threshold where you couldn't cash it out until you got to like $200. It was like a 20 X rollover or whatever. And so that entire summer was just us creating Pacific poker accounts, running up these things to $200 and then having checks sent to us. And my mom is like, I think I ended up getting like three or four $200 checks with all my like stabs. And my mom's like, you better not have given your credit card. I was like, mom, I don't have a credit card and I didn't give it, uh, didn't give them yours. So that was my wild, wild west days of poker is with no money and no credit card, uh, getting Pacific poker, sending me $200 checks. I, I, I played on Pacific Poker, and I mean, my buddy did something similar, like I think around the same time, no, probably a couple years earlier on like Full Tilt. And um, yeah, it was the wild, and, and doesn't this kind of feel like the wild wild west? Yeah. We're like, we're, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting a more mature market here, but uh, the giveaways and the, and, and the, and the, the launch of this, this half-assed product compared to, you know, Draft.com, or underdog, from what you said, I haven't used underdog yet, but there, it's it's uh, it's still it's still a wild wild west. So hopefully they just get better at it. Yeah, we got uh, Alex Baker in the YouTube chat says, "OMG, Pacific Poker was even easier than Best Ball last night." That's a throwback, <laughs> Pete. The, the the real ones remember uh, Pacific Poker. No, the real ones remember Planet Poker. I, I played. See, I'm Planet not real. Planet. I don't even remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's for the old geezers. Yeah, that was like the first original online poker site I played on there. I was living, still living in my parents' house. So where are you on the – so Max Cooper says, were they bots? There's no way real people are picking those people. This is definitely the siege theory that he's floating. I mean, you see some really weird picks. Nick Foles go in the first round. Do you think that these are just clueless users who have never done a fantasy draft or that something fishy might be going on? Well, uh, it's pr- it, it might be a combination of the two. I, I mean, I, I, I didn't use it. And so I, I used my ticket like earlier today or something. Oh, like, I need to hear this story. I was watching, watching something on YouTube. I'm like, I think this is about an hour. Okay, I'll do this stupid draft. <laughs> and uh, I'm getting, getting my Brady stack going. Uh-oh. I got Godwin and Evans. Yeah. I, I, I had number one pick. So I got McCaffrey, Godwin, Evans. I think that was the top three. Nice start. Yeah. And um, so I'm watching the YouTube. I come back. And like you just said five minutes ago, there's no notifications. <laughs> so it, I missed and I was first. So it double picked my guys. David Williams and guys? No. But it was Tyler Lockett and some, 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 somebody else who I definitely wouldn't take in. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. All right, fine. Next one comes back to me, uh, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna get Brady in. I don't, I don't remember what round it was. It was probably too early, but I'm like, I just want to lock in my stack. Yeah, lock it up. Who cares? It's free money, anyways. And and you have to like go into the software somehow and say I'm back, even though oh, I had to turn off the auto draft. You have to turn off the auto draft, and so it auto picked my two picks, and it was Darius Geis, <laughs> Geis, and some other piece of garbage. And, I'm, and I just went close up. Fuck you. So, like, I, Nick Foles doesn't make any sense in that scenario, but it's definitely guys who haven't used it. And the, and the app's so bad that some horrible teams are going to be drafted. But Nick Foles in the first round so bad. And the, the cheating strategy, although <laughs> it never surprises me how bad cheaters are at hiding that they're cheating. Yeah. You would think that they would be a little smarter than that. Yeah. Yeah, just to play it a little bit. Like, even um, Trubisky would be smarter than that. Smarter, <laughs> but like, at least he's starting. At least he's starting. Well, here's my thing of, you know, I understand why everyone is upset. And to me, it doesn't have – this is all avoidable if they update their ADP regularly. So Underdog pushes it out once a day to where you could go in there, Brian, and yeah. just auto-draft. And sure, your positional allocations might be kind of wonky. But yeah. you're not going to have any egregious picks because you're just going to get the top guy on the queue, which the market has already set in real time. So DraftKings letting people get Geis and Damian Williams and guys who aren't going to play a down, that's just a bad user experience. And all of this you know, competitive imbalance could completely be alleviated by just updating your ADP. Yeah. No, I mean, so that would do like two things, right? It would – make it more fair for the guys who drafted earlier. Yeah. Because it's like the auto draft and all that stuff would be taken care of and the noobs would just go down the list anyways. But for an edge, if you're looking for an edge, like then I wouldn't want it. Like I'd ra- much rather have them have to look through and pick their guys. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? Uh, my buddy Anthony here, seems like they didn't even explain the contest they were giving tickets for people drafting like it was week one DFS. I agree too. Like, I didn't I knew what I was looking for and I even found how they categorized the teams like in the lobby that contest in the way they had like 
multiple drafts open at a time instead of like you just register for this contest and when it fills like just the fact of how they displayed it i think was was very confusing for people and they made it look like they were these individual 12 team leagues that were for different contests as opposed to just one big contest i don't know i think it was a disaster on their part from a user experience level yeah i mean i think there's no other way to describe that that being a disaster it's it, but uh, I mean, on like the 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 moral front, I don't know. Like I I feel like it it sucks for the grinders who entered 150 two weeks ago. Um, but like if if this wasn't a complete disaster like this, like you want for an edge, you want it to be hard. You want it, yeah. You want the ADP to not show up. You want to be able to use the app better than they can. You know things like that. So I don't know, like. Uh, and I don't mind, I don't mind them giving away money. I mean, obviously it sucks in this situation, but if they want to just hand out free tickets to people to get them interested, it's just it's good for us in the long run. So here's a question for you because I I heard explain to me the dynamics of this. Of is there hope in giving out free tickets that then you get the itch and register with your own money for subsequent ones? Is that their their game plan? I mean, I don't, I don't work for DraftKings marketing. Department. I don't, I'd ask you to put your your business yeah. hat on. That's what I. That's what I would guess. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think they they give it to like losing players. Yeah, and and yeah, and players they think, I'm I'm sure they have some semblance of method more than this one, more than just a blanket. I, I imagine whoever was registered, they gave them a best ball twenty dollar best ball ticket. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's move on here. Uh, we have some prop bets for tomorrow. I'm going to pull up. Uh, Brian has um, just one of the most confusing tables <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. I mean, talk about you know, it's just impossible <laughs> to decipher what's going on with this thing. I I, I did uh, I did leave this one with the old formatting uh, normally. <laughs> Normally, I, I just put just the 5% or higher, but uh, I knew you were going to fucking give me shit on that, too. You, I feel like every time when I hop in the like replies on one of these, there's always just like one follow-up question of some sort, just a little ambiguity. Today, someone was wondering about the Bovada one I saw. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah, they, were, they said, which book is it? I yeah. said, it's the, under the book column. <laughs> Bad Rivers DK. <laughs> Everyone, uh, I want you to join me in this bit of just uh, being utterly, completely confused by this uh, chart and <laughs> replying with questions to help Brian clarify it for you. He absolutely loves it. I hate, I hate when guys put out there like um, whatever uh, Kansas City, you know, minus two and a half in the first half or something. Yeah. I mean, I know it's easy, but it's like, it doesn't seem like, it seems like you're just writing that out, dude. It seems like you're, like John, our buddy, uh, John Kelly had one yesterday, I think, or maybe it was two days ago. He goes, I don't give out lock picks very often, but Boston minus one and a half tonight. Yeah. And and I think Boston actually did win. I was like, where's your, where's your work? Show your work. <laughs> it's, so, we're yeah. the... You know, we're we're a bunch of people that grew up with Bill Simmons and uh, you know cousin Joey or whoever cousin Sal. Um, those guys, you just you just say whatever number makes sense that you feel in your gut, and you're good to go. 
Yeah, uh, that's 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 fine. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't hate, I don't mind it obviously, but this is I would much rather see see the work a little bit. Um, but so I've I, noticed these are probably different by this point. Um, I posted this like four or five hours ago, and it might just be week one. But um, I'm looking at props across you know the the sports books, you know, legal and offshore. Yeah. And they're not that sharp. They're definitely not as sharp as the NBA. And yeah. uh, they move a, they're, they're moving a lot too. So that's why I'm saying these might already be changed. Yeah, so that looks like your biggest value is for Patrick Mahomes over two yeah. and a half touchdown passes. Yeah, that uh I bet it. I bet the over, but that's that's a huge projection out of me too. So um I basically uh, have up to date on everything, um, but yeah, everything else looks looks pretty normal. Uh, um, Ceh, I got. Uh, I'm over most of the books too. What do you think about that one? Yeah, so you have um, rushing over fifty nine. So over, oh yeah, I got you forty nine and a half rushing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have it at 49 and a half even money, unless this has changed, but we'll just go by this. Yeah. Dra- DraftKings, any can be uh, provider sports book. The ones I know are Bet Rivers and DraftKings, but there's others in other states too. Yeah. yeah. The, um, the thing that's interesting to me about like the Chiefs offense, right, is that if they did want to just pass every single down, like they totally would, could justifiably do that just with their talent. And with Mahomes, um, that said, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he's probably going to be in like a 60-40 rushing split, I would assume. How much do you? How many yards do you have uh, Darrell Williams, the mentor, projected for? Let me look. I actually have – I think I have it open, yes. I have him projected for um, Darrell Williams 30. 30 yards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems right to me. Um, fi- yeah, fifty nine and thirty. So, uh, yeah, I I do think I c- I could just see this being one of those games where a lot of the overs uh, hit. It's just setting up. I also think the in in the battle of good offenses versus versus defenses or whatever, especially on a in a shortened off season, it just feels like the good offenses are gonna get the yeah. end of it. It's a big total too. What is it, 55 and a half? Or? Well, yeah, what do I, what do I, I got 32 for KC, 23 for Houston. So, yeah, 55 right now, or 55 when I last updated this. Yeah. And so these, these, um, these, uh, NFL opening lines have been up for a while now. They, they put them up a couple months ago. Um, but I don't know if they opened up the, uh, the, the bet size. Yeah. The, for the for the pros, the pro sports betters, so those still could could change by Sunday by a yeah. few points. They might be sharp. They might be completely sharp by now, but what, I, I don't know if they've opened them up or not. Now, because I'm curious, uh, what is your uh, receiving projection for Clyde edwards hilaire Let me check. Receiving uh, yards and yeah. receptions. Yeah, oh, well, I'll just tell you both. 24.8 receiving yards, 3.29 receptions. Okay. And did did Bet Rivers and DK did they offer any combined yards yeah. props 
for those guys? Not that I saw. I don't. I don't scrape all of their um, all of their bets. Yeah, and they, the, you know, prop bets like come and go. Like they took a couple off the board. Like Pat Mahomes, they had at like two ninety, and they took him off the board. Um, uh, they they had a couple more too that they took off the board, and so like they're popping up. So like right now, I bet there's probably a few more added already. But yeah, that's I don't I don't see that. I see uh player like players do have most rushing yards compared and stuff like that. I could probably add those and stuff, but like it's a lot of work. What if for your personal bets, what threshold? percentage wise for value is uh, is it anything in the green you're betting or do you have a higher threshold if i'm feeling really degen it's anything in the green but yeah you know, f- like five percent or higher yeah just because you know i might be wrong yeah I mean, I mean i might be wrong on on you higher than that but it's a it's um you know safer a safer play and however have you been um are you tracking all of your bets i mean tracking my uh bank account (laughs) yeah well that was one of the things we've talked about too of like the the sports betting experience you know with with dfs there's roto tracker and there's all these kind of things that make it easy to track your results but with sports betting it's like very hard to do i've even seen you know professional sports better rufus peabody talk about how annoying it is to log all of your bets and track right and they it's i mean i think on rufus's show or maybe Spanky show. One of them was saying uh, they don't want you to track them. Yeah. So they they don't make it easy, and it's it is hard to see. It's sometimes it's hard to see where, who you have live going live on some of these sports books. It's super annoying. They gotta they gotta change that in the regulated environment. I think. I know before on a couple of the sites that I would bet on the like bet slip would only show it if it was in like a two month window. So if you had a futures bet from early on, it just, you could not find proof that it was an open ticket. I remember emailing support and being like, can you confirm for me that I have these bets open? Cause I want to make sure they weren't lost into the ether. Um, yeah. Kevin says, Pete, can we prop bet in mass yet? Not yet. I, you will be the first person I let know, Kevin. Not yet. Not yet. Um, anything else after running your projections for this game? And, and we'll talk about it with showdown stuff, but uh, did anything else jump out for you? Um, nothing besides Mahomes. Uh, although I did run it before the show and I haven't uh, three, 308 yards passing now, but not that it mattered, but um who uh did you did you update with does right now does your projections include Brandon Cooks playing for the Texans or not with him up in the air? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Um let me look. I think yeah. there's yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, forty five point eight yards receiving and three and a half catches, so full full game. Yeah, that one will be interesting because he's been missing practice with a quadriceps injury um i assume kenny stills would be the beneficiary there stepping into the um three wide sets with um uh fuller and uh now i'm blanking um you could also say the over on fuller is going to look a lot a lot tastier true Uh, randall cobb randall cobb that's yeah cobb will play the slot and then fuller and stills would probably be be outside where stills would fill in for cook. So that's definitely something to watch. And yeah, that's maybe a good lean on the, on the fuller over. 
Yeah, you could always you could always do that too. You could project like with a player out or half like half out, like just yeah. just half his projection if you really think it's 50-50. And then bet early. Um and then you could have some plays later on too, because they like yeah. they might take it off the board. Like yesterday with Giannis going out. Yeah. Took a lot of the Bucks players off the board. But like you gotta be careful. Uh, uh there's a certain person in our chat who I I believe's gotten limited. I don't know if he wants me to say, but they will they will limit you uh, betting props if you're a winner pretty quickly. And um, and I got I got limited on Bovada already. What's it been like three weeks? Um, so what I've seen, um, uh, Captain Jack Andrews is his Twitter handle. I yeah, follow him. He's a professional sports better. He's been doing a lot of content, really good stuff. You guys should check it out. Um, and he has a video called like the sports betting pyramid or something like that, where he says you need like a certain percentage of, of, of bets and other things to like, so they, they will fly under the radar and sides and totals are the easiest one because most, uh, most nobody can beat those. Right. So like if you throw a bone on a side or a total, you might fly under the radar a little bit longer and, you know, you don't, don't max out every prop bet, stuff like that. Um, so I've been kind of just betting like 75 bucks, hundred bucks. Yeah. $200 big bet trying to just fly under the radar till I can get like another system going for maybe some of the smaller markets. Yeah. Like, like MMA or, or tennis or some of the derivative markets on the major sports. Yeah, I just don't have the time, so I'm just I'm not going crazy with it. Um, but yeah, there you can definitely beat them. Yeah, do you think um, is it something where that's pretty easy for you to do your kind of sports betting process alongside DFS, or will it go to the wayside of it? If I get limited, I'm not gonna. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Um, it's pretty, but it is it is pretty easy, which is why I do it and post it online too. Um, yeah. Because I'm already doing it, so it's just an extra step. It's just like one extra step. So it's not the end of the world. Some days that I don't do it because I'm like running behind or something. But um, to do like a full football Sunday, um, actually, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be that hard. I'll probably I'll probably do that. I don't know if I'm gonna do it every week though. Yeah. Well, you and just exclusively props, not not sides and totals. No, I don't. I can't beat sides. Um, yeah. Like you, I don't know who can beat sides. I don't know if Rufus beats sides. He, I, I mean, mean, he probably probably can on some sports like college football and stuff. I, I think he bets. I mean, it seems to me from what I've heard, the only way would be just immediately catching opening lines uh, before they move, and just having your model set up to predict. Um, future lines and then and just moving really quickly would be the only way I'd imagine it. Yeah, it's like an arms race. Yeah, it's but even even beating those opening lines is is not all that easy. And I don't think he he does he has the Massey Peabody rankings. Uh, he does those. I'm not sure he bets it though. Yeah, I could be wrong. I don't know everything about the guy, but um, I th- I think um, I know I know I think Spanky does it just by changes in the market uh and you know playing the market against itself like i I think he knows like when one book moves he hammers another book 
from being, you know, too slow, which you could do yourself too. Uh, you know, who knows exactly what he's doing, but he doesn't, he doesn't do projections at all. Yeah. And, and I think in that system, you need to be getting down a ton of money to be able to reap the rewards of those kind of like smaller market movements. No, you don't. It's not an arbitrage. It's just, you could still max bet, you know, with the 2% edge is just as good. Yeah, you know, as a is a three percent edge doing the projections yourself or something like that. Yeah, he, he, he what he needs is a ton of people, ton of people's accounts so he can bet on them and not get not get banned or limited. Yeah, which is why he has that whole that whole shop he put together with uh, with uh, Chinese Mike is the Twitter handle of the guy <laughs> who I know it's that's what they call um, to solicit accounts. Yeah. And if they he solicited your boy, Cash Out King. Really? Yeah, because you know he could get a lot let, of money. Down. They'd let Cash Out King bet anything he wants. Well, I missed the drama on that because I did see a few tweets. How did that go down with their relationship? Cash, I can't. Well, how do you think it went down? Cash out, Cash out King, I think, was insulted <laughs> because uh, Spanky said he can make him like seven half percent. And he goes, I can make that more just betting myself. Wow. And I don't know why he would I don't know why he wouldn't take it. Um, because he could just he could do both. Yeah. Like if he has enough money on there, he could just bet Spanky's bets and, and then bet bucks. his yeah, and then bet himself. What do you think Spanky offers for being a runner like that? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he I'm pretty sure uh, he does like a bot thing. Yeah. Cause I imagine, you know, he's like, you're having to, again, it seems like you'd have to be betting a lot to also pay someone enough and, you know, beat the, the holds and all that stuff. I don't know. I mean, it might be on, uh, it might be just like everyone shares in the profits. So yeah. like, I know he says you got to have like 10 or 20 or 30 K um, fronted. What's the term? I can't think of it. Uh, um, in, collateral. In, in collateral, not for him, but for, for the sports book. Like if you have a bookie in real life, uh, not that I've ever done that, but if you have a bookie in real life, you don't give the guy 200 bucks. You call him, you say 200. Yeah. It's on a tab. Uh, yeah. So you have to have like 20 K tab or something with an offshore account. Yeah. So I guess if you just plug a bot, if he gives you a bot, download on your computer to make these bets instantaneously. Like, what? What does it matter? As long as you know you you settle up at the end of the day. It's like yeah. we made a hundred k today. Here's the share for all of the users that bet that played that let me access their account. Yeah. I mean, figure everyone should just share in it. I but I have no idea. I'm totally guessing. Yeah. Uh, Spanky, hit me up. Um, I'll, uh, I'll make you an offer and, uh, we'll figure it out. Um, all right. I mean, I mean, you are the deposit king. I mean, no, now working for, for line movement. Oh, that's true. Or, yeah. I mean, the, I saw the announcement to the announcement. I haven't, I don't know if there's been the announcement yet. No, no, no. Yeah. Please don't spoil the, the official okay. announcement, only the announcement to the announcement. Okay. So you technically hasn't been fully announced. So my it, it, uh, no, yes, I will be, uh, I will be doing shows, uh, very shortly. I believe we're going to do a kickoff show, uh, on Friday. In fact, uh, I'll be doing shows on, 
uh, Sunday, a couple shows, a, a morning show and a, a night sweat tilt show, and then uh, a Thursday night show as well for Thursday night football. So um, good transition into talking some uh, showdown talk here. Brian, have you already max entered the uh, the Thursday millionaire? I haven't. I should do that. It's, it's, getting, it, it's not even getting close to fill them. I don't think so. Uh, 117,000 of 350. Yeah, so it's not even halfway full yet. Um, have you done, um, obviously you did your projections for the sports betting. Have you started to mess around with any lineups? I, I did a little run for, for the show. Yeah. Nice. The, um, the, uh, interesting thing we were talking earlier, uh, Cody main at ETR, uh, had put up, uh, an interesting article about some macro, trends um you know it's uh it's an interesting slate in that uh just like the optimals that i was going running i was just getting tons of chiefs which i guess makes some sense um most of them with only one texan uh, a couple with a couple texans um have you noticed anything from from your builds yeah i'm actually getting the same thing even taking ownership into account and uh i wonder if cody's watching he watches the show sometimes um and i do this every fucking year i i can't remember all of my settings <laughs> on fantasy cruncher and i thought i had them written down i just checked my notebook and i can't find them for showdown just for oh oh there he is Wait, his, his ears were burning his ears were burning Nice article, buddy. Yep, but yeah, but uh, we were wondering why why wasn't that behind the paywall, Cody? We got yeah. we got to get you behind the paywall. Don't give out that good of information for free, man. It hurts all of us. All right. It's a, and the whole thing is is establish the run is this prestige boutique paywall fantasy site, and then they're putting Cody's research up there just for all these schmucks. Like you said, everyone just wants the picks. They just want the picks. They just want the picks. Um, but yeah, so uh, looking at that article too reminded me. I'm like, oh, okay, let me get my let me get my groups and everything in order, and I can't find it, and so now I have to remember all that shit again. And my brain doesn't doesn't work as well as it used to. It just it just there's too much in there, and it just pushes anything like six months or older out the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, and you know Cody had some interesting stuff in there about how uh, the quarterback, um, the most popular, when the quarterback is in the captain, the most popular stack is with three pass catchers. That is um, puts you into dupe ter- territory generally. But uh, one interesting way to get unique is with overloading um, with four uh, pass catchers with the quarterback, which actually just looking at some of these optimals is, is playing out a good amount of the time. Uh, although the question is, is because the optimals are showing that, will that end up being uh, more duplicated than normal? Just because the chiefs are one of the few teams that are kind of intuitive to stack a bunch of guys with Mahomes. Yeah, that's a good question. I would not have, uh, I wouldn't have that too. And, uh, trying to do a dupe regression formula too. I wouldn't have that in there, but it should kind of be in the ownership sum, right? Like, cause if that's going to be the most owned, 
then it should have a ton of ownership, even though it's a stack. Yeah. You would think anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can, nothing you can really do about that. I mean, that's what I did since I guess it's already on paper. It's uh, I, I would, I would do a lot of five, five ones. It's yeah. my like main stack. Um, four twos. I, I'd sprinkle in some three threes too, but, um, it's a lot like MMA. You don't you don't want to dupe. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that, and they they still dupe a lot. And you know, you might not win, but at least you don't split. You know, with two hundred and seventy people, or or whatever, seven hundred people sometimes. Yeah, uh, my you know I've been thinking about this a lot lately similar when there's a pga contest that's not a millimaker and we build a lineup for it how i don't want to win because i don't want to be you know pete five hundred thousand air you know i i will return the money if i chop first place in a showdown contest i it's so <laughs> or bust for me i just can't imagine having to share the spotlight with six thousand of my best friends um I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I think maybe, maybe five dupes or less would be a goal. And, uh, I, I still think you should keep it, Pete. I know you're getting, you're getting this big line moving money and you're a big baller now, but all right. If you keep that cash, if you say so, if you say so, um, so let's, let's build a lineup here. Let's, let's build a lineup. Um, we're going to have to uh, – do you have your own ownership stuff ready or, or not yet? No, I don't. Okay. I have um, I have the, the Roto Grinders ownership up um, that we can use as a, um, a ballpark. Do we want to try to shoot for that um, – what was our sweet spot Cody wrote about, like the uh, 125 to 150? Uh, let, me, let me look really quick what – okay, yeah. I was a little over that. My, I was under under 170 is what I was looking at. I like this. Uh, some good discussion here. So Leone thinks the 5-1 stack is going to be popular, and Amixa says, but not the 5-1 Houston stack. That definitely <laughs> will not be popular. Yeah. Um, um, so, I had here, let me, I just, this, I, I didn't have any 5-0 five, five, oh, Houston stacks, but I had 8% for 4-2 four Houstons. Okay. Um. And, and even on the three threes. Yeah. Max Cooper on YouTube says, if this is anything like your golf lineups, we're looking good. Um, no, Brian and I have turned a new leaf. We decided recently we're going to actually try to win at these lineups we build. It's, it's not, it's not just for the lulls. Didn't so, we cash our last PGA? I actually need to look that up. Yeah. I mean, we're on a streak I, here. I want to say, I want to say that we were cashing for a while and then no, don't look that don't look, don't okay. look. we cashed it most likely. We so did. Yeah. Yeah. We're on a one Oh streak here, basically printing money. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's, um, let's do this, man. Let's, let's, okay, let's, let's, let's stay under, under salary, under uh, like under 160 ownership and under 500 salary. Yeah. We'll do, do salary as secondary. Yeah. Right. Like if it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And Brian, one thing I really prefer to do with this lineup is I'd like it to tell a story. Okay. 
I'd like it to tell the greatest narrative ever told. And so if you can give me a little bit of, um, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, literary flair with okay. your picks, I think well, that would really help sell it. Okay. Well, we'll I'll, I'll make something up as we go. <laughs> Are you going to pick us a captain? Ugh. Um, so, I mean, this is going to shock people, but I have Mahomes as my highest on captain, mm-hmm. but not a ton. I have 19% right now, and I got to re- redo this tomorrow, but this is what I have just for this little run run through before the show. And then Deshaun Watson underneath him, also not surprising. But what about CEH? As the captain? As the captain. We're betting the over on him anyways. Yeah, the the C it's actually Captain Edward Tolera is what I call him. Okay, good. Yeah. I like it. I think I think Darrell Williams, the mentor, is gonna end up being like the the Uber chalk cheap pump play. Um so going heavy on Edward Tolera at the you know higher price tag, I think uh feels right to me. Okay. So you're up. So if Clyde Edwards Hilaire is our captain, the story that this lineup tells us is that the Chiefs score a lot of points. And if we think Darrell Williams is going to get some rushing work, I do think we probably it, it is it possible to get away from Mahomes? Sure. Okay. Is he is he really that good? Okay, actually, let's let's do this story. What if our story is everyone thinks the Chiefs are going to do it through the air? What if they do it on the ground and it's the Texans coming back in garbage time having to throw a ton because they're down a couple of scores? I I all right, I like it. It's a super high scoring total. Yeah. And they're projected for whatever I said earlier, like 32, 32 and a half. That is pretty unlikely. Um, and also, I have that monster over prop total on Mahomes passing touchdowns. Well, I just asked you if we, we could get away from Mahomes, and you go, no, I'm thinking this through. Maybe this <laughs> we're trying to win again, remember? You're right. You're right. Uh, we could do it. Then that means we're going to have Williams in there too, though, huh? That's what, what I'm thinking. Like. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, what, what? Okay, if it if they're running the ball all over the place, what is Houston? Houston's not gonna have a lot of time to pass since no. it's a running game. No, we're probably entering like needing either a kicker or defense from the Chiefs as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. So, so we want an under then here. I think so. And I have the weather up too, actually. Let me check that weather. It is 60 degrees, 50% chance precipitation, and very little wind, four, degree, four miles an hour. 60 is kind of cold. Um, all right, we'll make your pick. Let's, let's just roll with that. Let's just roll with that idea. All right, I'm going to do it. We're going to double up. Um, that was, you know, I've heard Leone talk about this as well of playing two running backs from the same team. Um, you know, that doesn't necessarily make intuitive sense to most people. They just want to place their bet on one. But in this story we're telling of a chief's route, 
I think there's definitely paths to both CEH and the mentor uh, smashing. Okay. Now, could we get a uh, like a just a solo touchdown catch? So, like, let's say CH yeah. runs for two, Williams runs for one, and a solo catch. Yep. That's still under 32, right? Yeah. Um, all right. And then that would do, obviously be Tyreek Hill. I okay. think we're going to be so contrarian here, we, we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, although the only thing is, is normally when Tyreek scores, they are the bigger splash plays. Would we want to do – a wide receiver like Watkins or Robinson that might get that touchdown without as much yardage. I mean, then we're going to be like 20,000 under salary cap, I think. Um, get unique in this economy. Well, not, not, necess- not necessarily, right? If we, if we play like Watson and Fuller. Okay. I mean, if we're playing one, they're all right. They're going to have to throw because they're going to be down, is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Watson's probably going to be having a shitty game. So we're going okay. I mean, so Watson can run too, though. So Watson yeah. can run one in. I think if we are playing the Chiefs like route thing, yes, it's going to be messy. But I still think Watson is, like you said, going to be the biggest scorer in in a garbage time type game for them i mean yeah david johnson makes sense too i think um he catches he can catch those dump passes if we're assuming watson's not going to go off duke is another guy too that is he very well could be their kind of full negative game script does he play garbage time well the whole issue last year was they traded for him and then uh didn't use him at all yeah i know i rostered him a decent amount last year, you know, hoping like for that, like seven catch, you know, 80 yard receiving yeah, plus like 40 on the ground, maybe picks up a touchdown or two. And that, that didn't happen. Yeah. All right. I'm going to let you, you, you steer us with this pick your story. I, you did CEH. I did the mentor. It's back to you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with Tyree kill then. Okay. Just, just a bomb. Just a bomb. 81 catch, 80 yards, tutty, and then they're just handing it off after, you know, CH gets in there a couple times. Okay. Then um then I think I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna overthink it. I'm gonna get, you know, I think I think people are still like viewing and pricing Will Fuller as if he's gonna be the exact same guy as last year, but I think without DeAndre Hopkins, there's a chance that they're manufacturing a couple more targets for him a game, especially with Cooks banged up. He would be the other guy along with Cobb, you know, that might get some of the the volume over the middle as opposed to just the deep passes. But I think Will Fuller is gonna have a little bit of an expanded role, a little too cheap. Let's get Fuller in here. Works for me. Play good place. That's what we do around here. That's what we do. We got 16K left. Um, do we like the kicker idea? I kind of like it. Put put Bucker in there. See what that. See if that uh, suits your eyes. Oh, it suits my eyes. Look at that story. Oh, we got a ton of salary left. Oh, Mahomes is available. Put Mahomes in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, we could. Then we're then we're to our four one. 
Um, yeah, then we might be in dupe territory, though. Put him, put him in. Let's just see. This seems dupey to me. Yeah, how much under are we there? Two hundred. Um, let me see if I have that in my one fifty. And then uh, I got one very close. Okay. Um, I I have one with the Chiefs in there too. It's very similar with Chiefs instead of uh, Butker. Interesting. Yeah. And um, and then I have one with with uh, David Johnson and Deshaun instead of instead of Mahomes and but I actually don't have this lineup. Okay. Uh, it still looks stupid to me. Yeah, let's let's get it. It seems a little too dupey to me. Okay. Um, yeah, Watson makes makes more sense for not being duped, but I don't know about your story that you're trying to tell here. I mean, it, to me, the the story's still intact, right? Um, what is what does he what what does he do then during this game? He he throws he connects with Fuller um, as kind of not only his possession receiver and, but also uh, a deep shot, and he rushes one in. See, the problem with garbage time uh, intervention is, uh, like, he could rack up a lot of wide receiver points, and then the stack goes the other way. Yeah. So, like, if the Chiefs run in three early, maybe they get one bomb in there, and then and then Deshaun's just chucking the last quarter and a half. Fuller and Cooks and whoever could rack up quite a bit it's these stories are hard no one ever said being a storyteller was easy i mean i i think we're safe on the dupe you think we're safe on the dupe oh being a thousand under yeah i mean safe enough i don't know what the the ownership total is but yeah i say i i like this story i like this story It, it makes sense to me makes sense Lot on the ground. Hill gets one. Butker's kicking up a ton of field goals, so Mahomes is stalling out otherwise. So just just Houston does nothing, and then a fuller garbage time tutty. Yep. And but Watson still. Um, they pull Watson after after three if they're down three touchdowns. That's an interesting interesting one on uh, on the opening night. They would have to be getting uh, rammed pretty hard, but that's the story that this lineup is telling. Mm. I I'm ready to lock it in, Brian. There's there's worse ways to lose ten dollars. I trust your intuition. We're on a one zero streak, most likely. Um, I do. You know, we we do need to just hash things out. Last time we entered one of these with the tournament of champions entry, I believe. We were here with Jake Hari. We were having to kind of let him know he could come on the trip to Tampa, but he was going to have to get a cot. That's right. Um, we don't have that problem. We don't have a guest this time, but we should offer uh, offer it up to a, uh, some <laughs> FF intervention if you want the cot. Um, it's all yours. Um, look at this. A million dollars. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if we win a million dollars with this thing? 
That would be nice. It's done. Yeah, look at FF Intervention is ready. He's ready for the cot. We did it. Man, it feels look, we had a lot of fun building PGA and all this, but man, it feels good to build a shitty NFL lineup. I'm so right. Two million millionaires for you. You could probably have a best ball Millie for sure. Definitely there's one in there. Yeah. It's one million for you. Yeah. And then this will be your second million. You'll get this one f- first at least. Yeah. I mean, I probably will. I won't even stay at the DraftKings provided hotel just because I want to ball out at a nicer one. Right. You know, so maybe FF Intervention does get the bed. You might be bunking up with him and I'm, I'm at the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, we yeah. will know tomorrow um, by about midnight Eastern time, whether we are millionaires. Uh, any final words here as we are on the eve of the football season? Nope. Football's back. Feels good. Good luck, everyone. It feels real good. All right, guys. We will see you back next week with a full slate of football under our belts, and then we will be um, talking some more showdown, some more NFL Week 2, and I believe we even have – do we have a golf uh, major next week too? It's coming up. It, yeah, it has yeah. to be soon. Um, all right, guys. This has been fun. Thank you for tuning in to Lowell's. Check us out on the podcast feed as well. Subscribe to Brian's YouTube channel. We will see you next week on Lowell's. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.